Jordan Morgan was a player who garnered maximum respect from his teammates. He was considered an integral leadership and fundamental piece to the Michigan turnaround. During his time donning his maize and blue uniform to leading by example both on and off the court. But since leaving Michigan and the friendly confines of Ann Arbor, Morgan has made both a domestic and international difference through his time playing international basketball and the work he commissions through his foundation as well. He joined me this week to talk basketball, travel, philanthropy, and so much more. I'm Kevin McShann. Let's have this conversation. Absolutely. So, Jordan, if you're ready, I'll welcome you to the program, and I'm excited to be with you today to talk about your time at Michigan, your international uh, basketball play, and everything in between. Great to see you this afternoon, and thank you. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Man, it's great to be here, and I, I appreciate you having me on. So, Jordan, I know that, that your basketball journey, uh, once you left Michigan, has sort of taken a winding road. It's taken you to, I think, uh, 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 seven uh, teams in uh, six countries over the last uh, seven, seven years. So tell me all about your um, basketball journey and where you, uh, how it got you to where you are today, Bonnie. Yeah, winding road is, a, is almost an understatement. It's like you mentioned, it's been seven seasons and um, I've actually been on, uh, I would probably say nine teams now, if you count playing in the G League and uh, playing for two teams when I was in France. So it's taken me everywhere, six different countries, Italy, France, Greece, Slovenia, Turkey, and this past season in Russia. So it has been a journey. I have filled up almost two passports so far and um, I've seen so much of the world it's it's remarkable and i'm so grateful for the experience that i've had and tell me how has your uh, basketball journey helped you uh, grow as a person there oh you know i think sport is a very beautiful thing because there's so many things lessons that you learn about life from sport uh, persis persistence perseverance um consistency um, being creative. I thought one of the things that I find about sport is you have to be creative and um, kind of defining who you are as a player. You get to choose that. And um, so there's there's a lot of creativity and art to sport as well. It's a form of expression. And it's definitely just shaped the way that I approach so much of my life. You know, when you learn from a young age, you have to be serious about sport. And you learn at at a young age what it takes to set goals and visualize and, and strategize on how to materialize those goals. And 
that strategy is applicable to so many areas in life. And it's usually the way that I approach everything else. It has impacted the way that I take on every other challenge in my life. I, I can almost always relate it back to something that I faced in sport and especially in basketball. Absolutely. And Jordan, I know that you've traveled to over 42 countries uh, since you uh, were born and since you were a little guy. And I know that international travel was something you were exposed to at a young age. So tell me about uh, why you've embraced travel so much and some of the adventures that have had an impact on your life, buddy. Yeah, I mean, when I was young, I was lucky to visit Canada a few times, right, being right across the border from you guys and, you know, growing up in Detroit, which happens to be the only place in the U.S. you can go south to Canada. But it wasn't until I was in college, my first year of college, that I got to really experience international travel. And I was 18 years old at the time, and our basketball team, took a foreign trip at University of Michigan. We took a foreign trip to Belgium and we visited Paris and Amsterdam as well. And that was just such a unique and like interesting experience at 18 years old. You don't know what you don't know. It seems so foreign and so uh, just, you know, amazing, right? I also was able to take another trip during college, which was my, would have been my fourth year of college and I was 21 at the time, and I got to go to the Ivory Coast. And I got to see on that trip, a very different side of the world, right? There's some very beautiful places, but there's also some places that people struggle a lot and there's challenges and we're blessed with a lot in to live in, you know, for me, whether that be Michigan or for you in Windsor, there's a lot that we're blessed with that we probably take for granted. And that trip opened that eyes or opened my eyes a lot to that and made me grateful. And it, it really, it really impacted me for a, a lot of years. And it, and it still sticks with me to this day. Um, and then since obviously like graduating from U of M and going on to visit so many more countries, it's almost like a living history lesson. It's almost like a living psychology lesson. You learn about the world and about what has shaped our world. You learn about people. And one of the things that I said to someone last week was, you learn a lot about what makes everybody different. I mean, what's, what makes Canadians different from Americans, from French people, from Turkish people. But one of the things that you learn too along that way is what makes us all the same? What makes us all tick the same? What do we value? Um, and you begin to really understand the human experience in a deeper and more authentic way when you can understand these subtle differences from person to person, place to place, and how we all experience this, this life. And I think that's one of the things that's really stuck with me. And just being able to see that and meet so many people has made travel such an important part of my life. And now my wife, you know, her and I have started a travel company and we're focused on, you know, creating travel content with our podcast on arrival or the on arrival travel podcast, which you can find on all podcast platforms. And we embrace it. I mean, we take every chance we can to go somewhere new and take that place in as best as we can, because, you know, there's so much to see in this world and you get one life to really enjoy it all. Yeah. You have to maximize every moment, right? Exactly. 
So, Jordan, you had shared with me before we uh, got started that you've uh, traveled through winter a couple of times. So tell me uh, what you like most about this side of the border, buddy. I mean, the people. Canadian people are great. I think they're just, you know, they're friendly, they're welcoming. You know, they, it's kind of a, a funny stereotype, but it's true. You know, it's just, they're, they're great people. There's a unique culture in Canada. You know, you go to some of the bigger cities like the Toronto or some of the other cities we're looking forward to seeing. Like, we haven't been to Montreal yet, but we really want to go and kind of experience a little bit more of that European influence here in North America. And you can, you can really find that in some of those cities, which is, which is really, after having lived in Europe, it's really, like, um, inviting to us. Yeah, absolutely. And now I want to talk a little bit about your time uh, with Amazing Blue Buddy. I, I viewed you as an uh, old sports journalist myself uh, as sort of the glue uh, piece that sort of uh, sparked the Michigan turnaround. So I'm wondering your thoughts on your best memories playing for the Amazing Blue and how, how uh, proud you are about the current state of the program, buddy. Yeah. Some of my best memories from my time at U of M is I think about it's hard to pinpoint like one moment. There's a few that really stand out and obviously playing in the final four and that week that we spent in Atlanta with my teammates is a week that is just so special. And it doesn't, you know, a lot, not a lot of guys, not a lot of people get that opportunity. But I also just think about the journey. I think about some of the first games that I got to step on the court and who I was at that time and who our program was, you know, where our program was at that time back in 2010. And I think about the journey, the hours put in, the, the dedication from myself and from all of my teammates. And one of my favorite memories at Michigan is actually my senior night in 2014. Being the only senior, it was kind of like, it was my senior night, right? And I got to take that in and share some you know, special moments with my family, special moment with Coach Beeline, you know, the guy that recruited me. I was one of his early recruits. And some of the conversations that him and I used to have was about, hey, we're going to make Michigan basketball uh, a somewhere special, a place to really come play. We're going to rebuild this program. And that was the thing that brought me to Michigan. Honestly, that idea, that thought of being a, being a part of something like that. And to look back on senior night and have that moment with him and to, you know, to see banners, to cut down the nets that day um, as Big Ten champs and to just, you know, to really kind of reflect on, you know, we set out to do something special and we were able to accomplish it. That was that that is probably going to, you know, always be my favorite moment playing at Michigan. And you must be thrilled that he's uh, back in the area working for the Pistons now, huh? Yeah, I've actually had a chance to catch up with him and stay in contact with him. And, you know, he's a special person for me because he he definitely had a huge impact on the man that I am today, helped shape me into the man that I am, The you know, my work ethic, my approach to, you know, I mentioned that approach to getting better. He was a big part of that. And he's just, from the moment that he began recruiting me, He's always cared about me, and that's something that will stick with me. So he's definitely a, an important person in my life. 
Yeah, absolutely. You talk about getting better, and I know that the value of education is also important to you. Uh, I know that you have two degrees in engineering from Michigan. So talk to me about the value of education and the doors that, that it's open for you, buddy. Yeah, well, my parents always stressed education. My mom got a saying from her grand, her father, my grandfather, that, you know, she would tell me, you don't get C's, C's are average, and you're not average. And my, my grandfather used to tell her that. And I had that kind of mentality ingrained in me from a young age. And my father, he used to say, you know, we're not going to a basketball school, especially before college. Like when I was choosing high schools and things like that, he ended up being the biggest influence for me to go to UAD Jesuit in Detroit <clears throat> because his belief was you need to prioritize your education. And he would say, if you're good enough, coaches will find you. And so that was, that was always, that's always been kind of, I feel like I heard it so much and at a young age that it became a part of my mentality. And then when it got to the point when I was visiting for colleges, you know, my high on my list were all the academic institutions, Michigan, Notre Dame, Purdue, Stanford, schools where I knew I could study engineering at a high level and not just play at a high level. And I would take recruiting trips for basketball, but I also took recruiting trips for engineering. Like I went to U of M's tech day, I think twice to visit the College of Engineering campus and you know, see what my life would be like studying engineering there. It was never separate. My academics were never separate from my basketball. It was always a, a very important part of my experience. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for sharing that, buddy. I'm also curious to ask you about your uh, perception or interpretation of being called a Michigan. Michigan man, what does that mean to you, Bonnie? You know, I think a Michigan man is, and a Michigan woman, you know, is someone that exemplifies excellence, um, exemplifies integrity, persistence. You know, that, you know they, they say the leaders and best, and sometimes it can be a tagline, but I think the one thing that's just so impressive about the University of Michigan is as a university, like they really strive to be the best in everything. I mean, in every field, every, whether it's research, medicine, you know, academics. And so I think that being a Michigan man, being a Michigan woman just means that no matter where your life takes you, you're committed to excellence. And that's, that's what it has come to mean for me. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, I'm interested to learn all about uh, your foundation, buddy, that I know uh, focuses on trying to give uh, interested youth a better chance at beginning their lives. So tell, tell me all about the Jordan Morgan Foundation, buddy. Yeah, so the Jordan Morgan Foundation, we've been operating for about, I want to say, uh, six and a half years now. And for six and a half years, we've been giving opportunities to youth in Detroit at, for access to academic 
programming, developmental programming. Our mission is to inform, inspire, and empower academically disadvantaged and socially underserved youth. And so everything we do is about opportunity. And you mentioned the doors that education has opened for me, and it has opened many, whether that be, you know, playing at Michigan, getting my degrees and some of the opportunities I've been able to appreciate and experience after college. Unfortunately, in our world, whether that's here or in other parts of the world, everybody doesn't get the same opportunity. And so the Jordan Morgan Foundation is a way for myself and my family to leverage our platform, to leverage our resources and our time and energy to pay it forward. You know, all the blessings that we've been afforded, we pay it forward by offering better opportunities for kids that don't get them and kids that really need them. And it's amazing to see the evolution of some of these kids as they go through our program and others and that, that we collaborate with and support when you can pour some positivity and some belief into, into kids and, and unfortunate circumstances, you, it's surprising how much they can accomplish often sometimes more just because they have had just this experience of, you know, being overcomers. And there's something special about somebody that knows how to overcome circumstance and how to, you know, beat the odds. And a lot of these kids have that. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me for you personally, why is that mentorship so important to you, buddy? I mean, I wouldn't be who I am or where I am if it weren't for the people in my life. You know, it starts with my parents, but there's a long list of people that I have to give credit for my development, whether that's coaches, teachers, mentors. I mean, I've had a long list of people that have been invested in making sure that I stayed on the right path. And that, I, I, again, I wouldn't be who I am. And so I recognize the importance of that. And you never know how important one moment can be to someone and how much of an impact that can have on someone's life, you know, that can never be underestimated. So again, that's one of the motivations of the Jordan Morgan Foundation is trying to create more of these moments that really, that you never know can change the trajectory of one of these kids' lives. Yeah, I want to commend you and thank you for the work that you do to inspire and uh, steer uh, the youth of Detroit and around Michigan uh, on the right path. So I want to thank you for that. But I also want to know, Jordan, Jordan away from uh, basketball and your academics, what do you like to do for fun, buddy? Oh, that's a tough question. Um, I like to be creative. I especially like to take on big problems and uh, you know, whether that be my wife and I are renovating a house now or and starting a company at the same time. Right. So um, I think more importantly, just being able to travel, being able to read, slow things down a little bit, um, not big on like partying or anything, just want to relax, you know, get to a quiet place, whether that be a beach or, you know, somewhere in nature or even by a pool, whatever the case might be have some time to myself, have some time with my wife and kind of just, you know, detach a little bit from the world. And, uh, and, you know, mental health, man, is so important. Being able to take those moments. Yeah, absolutely. Taking care of you. You got to take 
uh, care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else, right? Exactly. You got that way. You're your best for the rest of the world. Absolutely. And tell me, uh, Jordan, uh, I'm curious to also ask you about your uh, personal and professional legacy. How do you think you want that to be defined, buddy? That's that's a really tough question. Uh, I turned 30 in a month and, you know, I feel like that's a reflective time in your life, both reflective and you start to think about the future and um, who you want to be. I think most importantly, being known as a good, um, you know, a good man, a good husband, a good father, like that's going to be really important for my legacy. Um, I look yeah. forward to, to starting a family one day. I don't have one yet, but I look forward to starting a family one day and and being a good father for my kids. And I think most importantly, being able to inspire the world in different ways, right? Not just through sport, although that's one of the ways that I that I do and can inspire is through my my work on the court, but in other ways too, being able to inspire people with my passion, with my creativity, those are really big for me. And I, and I think that at the end of the day, giving my best effort at that, at being a good, you know, a good husband, a good father, and then, and, you know, inspiring the world as best as I can. If I give my best effort at that, that's, well, that's really what matters. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, uh, finally curious to ask you about the power of diversity and inclusion, because, you know, Jordan, I was born with what's called um, spastic quadriplegia um, cerebral palsy. It just simply means that I don't have enough oxygen in my legs to walk normally. So I'm curious to ask you about diversity and inclusion for every uh segment of our population and yeah. also being a young uh, African-American uh, entrepreneur and the challenges that that may present and the, re the rewards as well. Yeah, I, I gave a speech yesterday at uh, Kids on the Go Camp, which is a basketball camp hosted by my friend, my friends, Christy and Anthony Ayani, and it's for kids with, with disabilities. And it's amazing was some of these kids accomplished at that camp and in their lives. And I think it's so important not to set limits on anyone, whether that's somebody that has a disability or somebody that is black or a woman or, you know, however they identify. Diversity is important because you can only see the world through your own lens. And without leaning on the experiences and the knowledge that other people have to offer, you can't, you're gonna miss things. You need diverse perspectives and diverse companies and organizations are proven to thrive because of that. And it's an important thing in this world to have diversity for not just to do the right thing. I mean, there's, there's, there's both sides of it, right? You can make the case like, hey, it's because it's the right thing to do, which it is but it's also makes the world better. It makes the world better. It makes products better. It makes experiences better. It makes countries better by having more inclusive organizations. And it's, it's, it's so important. And you can see now organizations that have embraced this fact are beginning to, are beginning to set the standard for what our world will look like in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Jordan, just uh, follow it up. Tell me if uh, people want to get connected with your brother, what's the best way they can accomplish that goal? 
Yeah, so just, you know, visit jordanmorganfoundation.com to learn about the foundation. And you can find our social medias there. On Instagram, it's jmo underscore foundation. On Facebook, it's just jmo foundation, J-M-O. And then you can follow our podcast, the On Arrival podcast on all podcast platforms. And it's On Arrival Travel on every social media platform. So fantastic Jordan you know I really enjoyed our our conversation I was delighted to spend uh, some time with you this afternoon and I want to thank you for being here it's most appreciated I appreciate you having me thank you man it was great and you had great questions